Welcome to Grown Where It Matters, an insider's look at the potato farmers of the Side Delights brand. I'm your host, Kathleen True, president of the Fresh Solutions Network, the network that believes when you know more, you grow more. Today we're with Cade Crapo from the Sun Glow of Idaho Farm. It's good to be here. Great, Cade. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to ask you a couple of questions about being a potato farmer in Idaho. I know our audience is really interested to hear what you guys have to say because, of course, people think of potatoes and they think of Idaho. But we really want to know your story and we want to hear about your family. So first, how long have you been farming? I grew up on the farm with my with my family. Um, I've been farming as long as, as long as I can remember, as long as I was old enough to start helping my dad in the fields, I've, I was doing so. So we started out really young helping out with, with different things that dad thought we could help with. So my whole life. Okay, well I'm sitting here in your conference room on the farm and I see this very stately picture behind you with looking many generations of successful potato farmers. So how many generations of farmers are in the Crapo family? Um, we're, I'm the fourth generation that's been active on the current farm, so uh, we've been here quite a while. Is it looking like a fifth? Uh, yes, yep, we hope so. We hope there's many more to come. Excellent. So tell me, um, you were born into a farming family. Um, what what was it like growing up on a farm? Um, I had a, a really good childhood. Our, our farm, uh, we live right in the middle of the farm, so it was, it was a day-to-day -day thing that that's what we did. Uh, we would start out early in the morning and go out, and the, the mornings here are, are cool and, and calm usually. It's, it's beautiful in the mornings here, and we'd start out our day with dad checking the potatoes and the moisture and that's that was a typical summer day for us. Okay and how about during the school year? You know we were expected uh, we were expected to get home as quick as we could from school. So what is your role on the farm today? Uh, right now I wear a number of different hats. Uh, I, I manage a farm still today. I, I manage the farm, the, the irrigation of, of one section of our farm. Um, as the older generation has, has gotten older and stepped out, I've taken on different responsibilities that they used to hold. Uh, I deal with the landlords, I market the barley, I help market the potatoes here at Sunglow uh, on a day-to-day -day basis, um, watching over inputs and, and expenses all of the things that pertain to producing the crop that we produce. So. so it sounds like a long day. So do you live close to the farm then or are you? I, I do. I'm the youngest of our family so as, as my brothers uh, all progressed we, we expanded and picked up new farms and they would move to the other farms to help manage but me being the youngest I stayed close to home and I managed the one that is around my dad's home and I build a home not very far from dad. So okay. I live right in the middle of the farm that I grew up on. So what makes this area so unique or so amazing to grow potatoes? Uh, this, this area particular where we're at is unique. We're surrounded by, I would say it's uh, volcanic sand. Mm -hmm. uh, our soils are very rich here. Um, we're at a high altitude so we've got cool nights warm days, cool nights, uh, but our, our rich soils from the volcanic area that we live in is 
part of that, but uh, and our altitude and temperatures are, are very conducive to growing potatoes. Okay. Uh, so that, that is why this area, particular area, is unique, is because of the, the soil and the climate is, is just right for a, a potato crop. And with our climates, our water, uh, that's another benefit that we have. We have reservoirs and water systems that are in place. A uh, combination of all those things make it uh, particularly conducive to the potato crop. So does the potato need a lot of water? Because when we flew in yesterday, we flew over some beautiful reservoirs in the Snake River. Mm -hmm. It seems to cut right through your land as well. Yes, it does. Is that where you draw your water from? Yes. Yeah, we're surrounded by mountains. Um, we rely on heavy winters and snowfall. Uh, the potatoes, there are crops that use more water than potatoes, of course, but uh, with the center pivots and the technology that we have, we've been able to uh, use our resources in such a way that we try not to waste anything, but the potatoes get just what they need and, and it grows a really nice crop. Yeah, it sure does. Um, efficient management of the water, that's amazing uh, that you can do that in such a, a beautiful environment. So what specific varieties are you growing? We grow a number of different varieties. We grow uh, the russets we grow are the russet Burbank primarily. We do uh, raise a few russet Norcotas, and then we do have some varieties of reds and golds that we raise on the farm. Okay, so when people think of the iconic uh, Idaho russet, are, is it both the Burbank and the Norcota, or what's the difference there? I'd say the iconic potato is the russet Burbank. It's by far the oldest, been around the longest. Uh, some of the differences are, the, in, in my humble opinion, I, I like the taste and flavor of the Burbank better, but that's just me. Mm -hmm. um, the Burbank is a little more difficult to, to raise and to handle. It has some inherent qualities of it that make it a little more difficult as far as uh, storage and some things. But it, has, it is the oldest variety and been around the longest, and we, we still prefer that. The Norcota has its benefits, it, uh, and it's getting better through, through the processes that they, their seed selection and those things. Uh, but the Norcota, it, it is a, the Norcota is a beautiful potato, and it grows higher yields, and, and uh, it's a, a beautiful potato. Uh, so it has its benefits as well. But uh, the, the potato that's been around and is the icon would be the Russet Burbank. So, Cage, you said that not only do you grow russets, but you also grow reds and yellows. Mm -hmm. That's pretty unusual. Uh, I think most people think that russets come out of Idaho. So <laughs> when did you start growing reds and yellows? We've been, been uh, raising varieties now for uh, around 10 years on a fairly uh, steady basis. We did not raise the, the reds and the golds for many years, but uh, there was a market here that we were able to, to get a piece of, and so we do raise reds and golds. Now the difference between the two, and I'm, I'm not a chef, but I can't explain the difference as far as the two crops are. The, the russet potatoes, the Norcotas and the Burbanks are, for me, more of a, a table stock that can be baked, mashed, just about, you can do just about anything with the, the russet varieties. The reds and the golds, they are more, for me, a more of a high moisture 
a more dense potato that is used for more of an ingredient. Our, our reds and golds are, are sent to a processor that then uh, cuts them up and puts them into ingredients, into soups and things. And there's many things you can do with the reds and golds as, as well, but as far as an overall use potato, it would be the russet that has more of that quality where the reds and the golds are more specific with their, their densities and moisture content. And we had learned through some earlier interviews um, the benefits of really good uh, varietal seed management and we heard earlier from your sister that you have another brother that's also in the business, Khan, who yes. is in charge of your varietal management. So you've got a real nice tight closed loop in terms of where you get your seed from and how that seed's going to perform on your land. We do and that's something that maybe is a little unique with our farm is that we start right from the greenhouse. Um, my brother Khan is our partner in both the seed and this the commercial farm so it's all one farm integrated. We're just separated as brothers and took on different roles but Con handles our seed and that seed comes uh, like I said right from the greenhouse. He runs it through. It takes from the greenhouse to when I plant it. It's about a seven-year process. Wow. So he'll, he'll plant. We have a small farm in, in Montana that we raise the very early, early varieties on and Con then brings those to Idaho here up on the bench above the commercial farm and raises them for for the commercial farm. And so we go from from the greenhouse to the plate with our product. We start start to finish. Wow, I know that's sort of a, a cliche when people talk about field to fork, but you guys go from greenhouse to mm -hmm. field to fork. We do. So you control all aspects of the quality. Yep, right from the start to finish. Fantastic. Well, let's transition just a little bit. Let's talk about the growing season. So you go from planting to harvesting and then to packing. Where? Let's start at the beginning and then tell us where you are now in the season. Okay. Uh, our season here, we, we start just as, as quickly as we can. It takes uh, around 45 degrees soil temperature to be able to start anything uh, with a seed. So that's typically uh, around mid-April is when we'll typically start. Uh, around the 14th of April is when we try to get the seeds in the ground. Uh, Seems early. It is early. Um, we have some contracts that require us to, to try to be digging by the 15th of August. So, and that, the, the Norcotas have helped with that, that short window. So the early varieties, which are the Norcotas, where they grow a little quicker, will be uh, planted mid-April and we, we shoot for the 15th of August to start to start harvest. Okay, wow. And that's on a, a small portion of our crop. The larger portion will follow follow behind you know the end of August, 1st of May um, and then typically all of our harvesting equipment will be digging by the 1st of October. So in that in that time frame our entire farm will be planted and and then uh, the potato diggers will harvest. So what do you think, in your opinion, is the hardest thing about being a potato farmer? Uh, the weather. Uh -huh. you're, always, uh, you're always subject to the weather. This year, our spring this year has been a little bit non-typical. We've dealt with three nights of, of frost in June, 
it was 26 degrees for three nights in that month, and that froze the potatoes down really hard. In June? In June. Wow. Um, we were hailed. A hailstorm came through and wiped out a few hundred acres <laughs> and had to restart. Um, and now we've got 97 degree temperatures today. So we do have some extreme temperatures. And I would say as far as being a potato farmer that that the weather is the toughest thing to, to handle. You just don't have any control. You deal with what's left after it does its thing and that's probably the most difficult. Yeah, I can tell. What in your mind makes it all worth it? Because like you said, up with the sun, down with the sun, <laughs> long days, you can't control the weather. What makes it all worth it for you? Uh, you know, I think maybe that maybe that's a genetic thing. Um, you, you've got to love what you do to, to put up with a lot of what we put up with, but, but I do. Um, I love to go out in the mornings, uh, see the crop grow. Um, I, I got that genetically, I guess, from my dad and, and his dad and his dad that, that I love to farm. I like to go and I love to raise crops and see what kind of a, a crop I can produce. Um, harvest time is, you know, you spend all your, your whole summer working to try to produce a crop and then that harvest is really rewarding to see what your work has has done and then the other rewarding part is I I enjoy the fact that people enjoy what we do um, we're able to see our products where in our integrated business we're able to see our products go out to the customers we actually get feedback from customers uh, they share with us that they love our potatoes and love our products and and that's just a rewarding thing, you know, to go to work in a different job where you just go do a job and you go home and you don't really hear about the results or see people enjoy what you do. Uh, I guess that's where I get my reward is I know that uh, it's from my family to your family and my family enjoys the same product that yours does and, and that's rewarding to me. Fantastic. Well, as a potato lover, we're so happy that you love to be a potato <laughs> farmer. So we're going to switch one more gear here before we call it a day. Um, I want to ask you about eating potatoes. What is your favorite way to eat a potato? My favorite is mashed potatoes. Yes. My, my mother-in-law, she, she ribs me a little bit that, that I, I, and I would, I would eat potatoes every meal. In fact, just yesterday evening she served me potato salad and baked potatoes. In the same meal. In the same meal. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, I'm sorry, but I, she had an explanation, but I said, that's wonderful. I, I love potatoes, so serve me three different kinds. That's fine. <laughs> but yeah, mashed, mashed potatoes are, are my favorite. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Kate, it was great to have you. Really appreciate you spending some time with us. And this is Kathleen with Grown Where It Matters. Thanks again.